0: Matt, welcome to another
1: Baze Blast after a bit of a down period.
0: Yeah, happy to be back uh, with. I guess we've got some good news to discuss this time.
1: Yeah, possibly. <laughs> did you see this before I sent it to you? I you did. Must have, right,
0: I did, but I hadn't actually read up on it until you sent it to me. So I did refresh myself on it.
1: I'm hoping to take maybe five minutes to discuss it, and then maybe five minutes to discuss the implications of it. Sounds good. OpenAI, use GPT-4 to examine all the neurons of GPT-2 and figure out what they are linked to, I guess. Is that the right term?
0: I would say what they're for or what they do, maybe.
1: Human neuron, it, it gets inputs from neurons around it, activations, and it builds up enough of those until it fires and activates the next neuron down the line, right?
0: Yeah. And that's pretty similar to the way the artificial neurons work, really. They have a certain weight associated with them, which tells you basically how strongly they're going to fire when they fire. They have a certain threshold where they don't fire until they reach that threshold. And those two things together give them the property of nonlinearity, meaning they can compose a function which is not linear. And then also they're all networked together in layers. That's the way in which each of these individual neurons is acting like a human neuron.
1: I wasn't entirely sure what the basic unit of thing was. I was like, is this a function call in a program? Is it just a tiny little piece of code? And that is what it is. It's a a little part of a program that other little parts of the program point to or that are um, linked to a token.
0: I know you wanted this to go fast, so I'll say this really fast, but the the way I always explain this is using the metaphor or, or the example of vision models where the first layer of a vision model might recognize whether a pixel is black or white. The next layer might recognize if a certain number of pixels in a row or black or white, it might recognize that as a line. And the next level up might recognize something like a shape. The next level up might recognize something like an ear. And the next level above that might recognize a cat or a dog. And Mm -hmm. when I say recognize, I mean, it will fire if it sees cat, it will not fire if it does not see cat. And that makes it the cat neuron at that level at that particular spot.
1: To make sure I had this correct, when you type in something into the prompt, and it breaks all those letters you typed in down into tokens, each token is then activates one neuron right you're
0: uh, asking a question i'm not sure if i know the answer to because transformers are a bit trickier i mean i think basically yes i think there's basically the way that these systems are built a token either being there or not there will either activate or not activate but then it like transformers have attention which is a whole another thing that i don't even really understand attention that well so it's like it's it's more complicated with transformers
1: And that can't be all of it, because then if you put in the exact same prompt into different instances, you'd get the exact same output, but you don't.
0: You might get the exact same output if it's always picking the exact most probable output token. But what they do on the output side is they have a probability distribution over output tokens. So, you know, if I say uh, it was the best of times, it was the blank, the token beginning with worst might be like 95%. But then there might be other tokens that have 2% or 1% or whatever. And then so sometimes because the models aren't always set to just pick the top pick, sometimes they pick the number two pick. They do oh. this. Yeah, that's what temperature means. If you've ever heard of there being a temperature setting. So that's why they appear to be non-deterministic. If you actually set them to have temperature zero, they should be totally deterministic.
1: Interesting. They should. Okay. Yeah.
0: That is a new thing I just learned. I am pretty sure I'm right about that. And again, it's like uh, assuming the model didn't change at all, right? Assuming they didn't modify anything.
1: What OpenAI did is they managed to label every single neuron within GPT-2 with what it refers to at each layer.
0: Mm -hmm. The only maybe quibble that that I would say, which you had to read pretty far into the fine print to determine, was they were not super confident in some of their uh, assessments. And even I don't know what they mean by that. So it was like, some minority of the uh, neurons they were like yes we know exactly what this means and then like the majority of them they were like yeah we kind of have an idea what this probably means but it wasn't as sort of slam dunk as maybe the headline led us to believe immediately
1: i heard that they were actually pretty darn certain on less than one percent of the neurons
0: yes which we could at this point choose to be pessimistic about but i kind of still think that's cool honestly
1: Before we jump into that, what I got out of this is they fed some text into GPT-2 and then they saw what neurons fired initially and tracked, what was it?
0: It was more complicated than I thought at first. Not only did they feed it the text, but they fed it all the activations of all the neurons or something like that. It was tricky. Yeah, which
1: neurons? I'm just going to tell readers to go and read what is linked in the show notes because otherwise this is going to be a whole episode rather than a base blast. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, sure. What it comes down to is that for a lot of neurons, they have an idea that this neuron points to the idea of uh, Marvel, Mm -hmm. as in Marvelous movies, or this um, neuron activates whenever the idea of cat is in a paragraph, things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, There were some really strange ones, like um, the concept of a number, n or n plus one.
0: Yeah, like incrementing something or counting something. Yeah, that was interesting.
1: If there's a concept of similes, there was a neuron for that. If there's likely to be a simile in a sentence, that one would fire. All sorts of neat little things there's neurons for. Afterwards, GPT-4 predicted which neurons would fire given some text. Then they put that text in and then they saw if those neurons fired or not. That is how they iterated on this until they were pretty sure they got some neurons that said those things. Mm
0: -hmm. And also cool that GPT-4 on its own was able to find that. That's really the headline thing here is using the AI tools to help with alignment. You just push the button and then it says... I did your alignment homework for you, which is the thing that (laughs) Eliezer says we shouldn't do, but hey, it's pretty cool.
1: I don't think this aligns anything, right? It just tells us what some neurons point at.
0: Um, Yeah, this is sort of like prerequisites for alignment. You want to know what your model is actually doing and not have it just be this black box of, as Eliezer is fond of saying, inscrutable floating point numbers, they become, you know, scrutable floating point numbers. Where if you you solicit some question and you see the answer, you don't just see the answer. Like Like, let's say for the sake of argument that we were to ask GPT-2 a question, set aside the fact that GPT-2 is stupid, and we got the answer, we would not only have the answer now, but we could basically trace back and figure out what neurons are being activated to yield that answer. And sort of, maybe this is premature, but like sort of how it got to that answer. That gives us a lot more confidence that it's not doing a bunch of squirrely shit on the back end to mislead us or, you know, optimizing for something that, that is totally at odds with what we, we actually wanted to happen.
1: Could you tell that it isn't misrepresenting itself just by tracking back all these neurons? I don't think that I could,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I think that like in principle, you could build a tool that uses this principle to do it. Like another example of of a similar ish thing that I saw the other day was some researchers took a language model and they figured out how to change where it thought the Eiffel Tower was. I a- saw that and do nothing else to it, which sounds really cool and and useful. It's like you understand this thing well enough to like know where it keeps its knowledge and know how to change that knowledge without breaking its ability to reason or or what have you. If you have an intelligent like an actually intelligent model and you understand it that well. And you have tooling that's like built around it where whenever it gives you an output, it's like checking what gave rise to that output. Then you actually have a a shot at least of sort of checking that nothing weird happened there.
1: I see. This isn't necessarily a way to align its goals, but it is a way to make sure that it is not being super deceptive and just telling us things and we have no idea at all what it's thinking. We can kind of see its thoughts
0: Yeah. I think interpretability is necessary, but not sufficient. Since we seem to be on the path to using deep learning for our Mm. AGI on this timeline, then we need to get interpretability to work so that we can then do alignment.
1: I saw that Eliezer said he was updating a bit away from Doom. When I read through this, in specific, there's two Twitter threads that are both like five messages or less long that I'm including. Basically, one says that they only have really a good idea of what about a fifth of 1% of the neurons do. And the other one said that this doesn't necessarily really help us a lot right now. I thought this doesn't actually help at all right now. Why would you reduce your doom sense? But then... Someone asked me a couple months ago, like what my P doom was and why I said, obviously right now there's nothing that can hurt us, but looking at the way things have accelerated and progressed over the past several years, if this trend continues, there'll be something that powerful really soon. And I guess this is sort of the opposite. This is a a trend in the direction of maybe being able to unwind these things. If I am basing my estimates on how things are trending and how quickly things are developing, then This is a thing that's developing in the counter direction. So it should at least make me somewhat more optimistic that we're going to fix this stuff or find a way to fix it in time since we are trying.
0: Yeah, that's basically my take. I mean, I think you said this at the opening, but I want to reiterate that it was actually OpenAI that did this research. It wasn't just some laboratory or some university that did it for a paper. This is OpenAI applying their big model to their small model, literally for alignment research. Like they literally want to understand what's going on inside their models so that they can make sure that they're doing what they are supposed to be doing. It cost them a lot of money to do this. They have 300,000 neurons in GPT-2. So think about how many times they had to run GPT-4. <laughs> I'm sure someone could estimate how much that cost them, but I would bet it would not be cheap to do this. To do it right, it would not be cheap to do it right, which may be ultimately cutting on on, on the doom side of things because it's like, wow, if you have to spend like Tens of millions of dollars to align a model, and maybe people are just going to be like, "Ah, eh, it's close enough." Um, <laughs> but, but I don't know. I'm seeing this as mostly a positive thing.
1: If we're going by trend lines, last year they were spending zero millions of dollars doing <laughs> this, and this year they're spending maybe tens of millions. I'm not sure. And if these things continue, then uh, looking more hopeful.
0: Yeah, if they're earning, you know, trillions of dollars of value from their revenue, which they aren't yet, but you know, they will be someday. You take think a they fraction can of that. to
1: exactly. Try to make sure these things don't kill us all. Yeah. So yeah, I mainly wanted to throw this out so that I can feel slightly less doomy and hopefully everyone else can too. Things may be getting better.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you.